In the early hours of the morning yesterday, Wednesday, June 8th, 2022, a crazed leftist went to the home of Supreme Court Justice Brett Kavanaugh and made an attempt to assassinate him. But you may not have even heard about this. The mainstream media isn't talking about it at all, and neither are many of our politicians on the left and on the right. Hi, I'm Julie Barrett. I'm your host of the Women's Blaining Podcast, and I'm also the founder of Conservative Ladies of Washington. Well, it's another rainy day in Western Washington. It seems like we have had about 10 months straight of rain, and I can hear it out my window, so I'm not sure if it's going to pick up on my recording, but I was thinking to myself as I was walking around my house getting some chores done this afternoon, what is one positive thing about the state of Washington. I mean, our our government is a mess, our politics are a mess, and our weather sucks. <laughs> and I said this to my husband. I'm like, tell me one positive thing about this state. He said, well, we grow moss and mold really well. And I said, well, those, I wouldn't really call that positive because those are two yucky things. So Anyway, I hope that wherever you are, you are not in the soggy gray state of Washington and that maybe you are somewhere sunny, enjoying nicer weather than we are here. So today I want to dig into the hypocrisy of the left. As I mentioned in my opening, we have a Supreme Court justice who has had an assassination attempt on his life. This angry leftist went to the home of Justice Kavanaugh and attempted to kill him. And the mainstream media is really downplaying this. Like, imagine if this had been one of the uh, leftist Supreme Court justices. It would be all everybody is talking about and they would be demanding justice and they would be moving on this right away. But because it is a conservative justice, we aren't hearing a whole lot about it. Uh, so in the middle of the night on Wednesday, police arrested 26-year-old Nicholas John Roski carrying a bag full of weapons and burglary tools. Roski told police he planned to kill Kavanaugh in an attempt to prevent him from ruling on abortion and Second Amendment cases. His arrest put Schumer's warning in chilling relief, prompting Republicans to accuse Schumer and activists of endangering the justices through incendiary rhetoric on Roe. Now, if you're wondering about what Schumer said, this happened a couple years ago. I'm going to play you a clip of exactly what he said to trigger your memory. And they're taking away fundamental rights. I want to tell you, Gorsuch. I want to tell you, Kavanaugh. You have released the whirlwind and you will pay the price. You won't know what hit you if you go forward with these awful decisions. And they're taking away fundamental I hope the timing is not lost on you that this all happened on the eve of, or I guess the morning before, the January 6th hearings begin. So the January 6th hearings begin tonight, June 9th, which the whole January 6th committee is a whole sham anyway. But of course, the left and we've got several people on the right who are playing along with the January 6th sham. 
uh, this is all the left can talk about. It's the greatest, you know, threat to our democracy in history. It's bigger than 9-11. It is complete political theater. Yet we have the Senate leader who is essentially threatening a Supreme two Supreme Court justices. And there's no talk about this by people on both sides of the aisle by the media who are supposed to be delivering truth to the American people. We have this hypocrisy of it's okay for Schumer to say this. He's not inciting violence. That's totally fine. But if this were to happen the other way around, you and I both know that this would not be tolerated and it would be all that they are talking about and they would be calling for people to be impeached and people to be arrested and jailed. We know that's the truth. And it can't be lost on us, the timing of this. And I hope that the Republicans in Congress will make sure that this is brought to light and that they will make sure to keep it in the spotlight and make sure that these Democrat leaders who have been calling for retribution, I guess, on these justices, that they will be held accountable. Now, I don't trust our justice system right now. I don't trust our our federal, you know, the FBI and these systems. I think they are totally corrupt. I don't trust any of it. I think they're all bought and paid for. And I really don't expect that we will see justice for these people on the left. And you might remember a few weeks ago when Chicago Mayor Lori Lightfoot, she tweeted about this SCOTUS leak on the Roe v. Wade decision and said that, you know, they're going to be coming for us next, um, us being the LGBTQ community. They're going to be coming to overturn our rights to marry. And this is a call to arms. That is what she said in her tweet. This is a call to arms. So she is calling for violence. We have people on the left that are calling for violence to get their way. And there's no surprise then that we have activists out there in front of these Supreme Court justices' homes who are protesting, who are violent, who are scaring their families. But the people on the left aren't doing anything about it. The people in the mainstream media, they're not doing anything about it. In fact, CNN, one of their anchors did a segment on the Kavanaugh assassination attempt, and she says in her in part of her reporting about weapons, if they had any. And I want to play a a little part of this clip for you so you can hear exactly how they spin it. Uh, Very little detail at this point, Kate, other than to say uh, it's this man is uh, he's an adult man from California. We don't yet know what the nature of the threat was. We don't know what language the threat was uh, or what kind of weapon this man might have had uh, if he had one at all, uh, because the information at this point uh, is just so thin. But, Kate, this this certainly contributes to this overall threat landscape we've been talking a lot about. The major concern here with this abortion ruling from federal officials, and they've been sounding the alarm alarm on this for about a month, is that Supreme Court justices will certainly be, you know, potentially targeted by violent extremists who are angered over this pending ruling that is poised to strike down Roe v. Wade. This is an extremely 
passionate issue. There are emotions on both sides. Federal officials have made clear over and over they believe the risk truly comes from both sides of this abortion debate. Uh, so certainly this case, uh, you know, really solidifying what federal officials have been warning about. People are angry. They might seek to use the abortion ruling as a justification to cause violence. And that puts these Supreme Court justices, their staffs and other members uh, of this, the judiciary, especially the Supreme Court at risk. Back to you. OK, sorry. Maybe she's not an anchor. Her name is Whitney Wilde. And isn't it interesting how she uh, number one, she downplays this by, you know, saying if the arrested man actually had any weapon at all implying that maybe he didn't have a weapon. We know from the police report that he was carrying a bag full of weapons and burglary tools. So I think that part has already proven to be true. But also she goes on to say that this is people on both sides of the aisle. And it could also be far um, could be right wing extremists who are also trying to carry out threats against Supreme Court justices, which is really interesting because that wouldn't make any sense because the leak that came out is on the right side. You know, people on the right are in favor of overturning Roe v. Wade. So that that doesn't make any sense. We have not seen uh, right wing extremists threatening or, you know, doing any kind of violence around this particular issue. It is all on the left. It is very highly um, politicized um, by the left. And that's what's really interesting about, you know, the Supreme Court is supposed to be this apolitical body. They are simply ruling on the Constitution, on making sure that our laws are in alignment with our United States Constitution. And to have politicians and political activists trying to influence their decision is exactly what is not supposed to happen with the Supreme Court. And the justices are supposed to be insulated from this kind of uh, influence. But we know the left doesn't want that. We know that the left wants these justices to be scared and to be intimidated so that they will change their mind on this ruling and that they won't overturn Roe v. Wade. I'm sure that the people on the left and the Democrats would like nothing more than for these these justices to cave to their demands and to these activists who are threatening them. And I just had to, you know, I've just really been thinking about this today, how much hypocrisy there is on the left and how it goes completely ignored by the media and by Democrats at large. I think people are willing to overlook these kinds of acts because they want to get their way. They want the laws to be made in favor of their beliefs. And so they are okay with this kind of behavior and this kind of these these lies and this hypocrisy in general. And so there's a complete double standard in our society. And I would say there we have, you know, at least 50% of our country who does seem to be okay with this kind of behavior, which is really scary, because with a compromised justice system, it makes people on the right and, you know, people who are moderate in the middle who do think this is wrong to look at that and go, well, how do we, how do we get justice? And I think it's, it's discouraging, because we see our country really you know, I hate to say this, but it feels like it's falling apart. You know, the the foundational values that make America what it is are are kind of eroding because we have these politicians who don't want it that way, who want to have socialism and communism, and they don't like the American way, and they want to have this ruling class. They don't want a free people. 
they want to rule over us. And I, I think that's that's really scary. And we are seeing it play out in, in really every aspect of our government system and in our politics. And it's it's very scary. Uh, so it's shifting gears just a little bit, which I already talked about um, a few minutes ago. But tonight, the January 6th committee hearings begin. And of course, the people on the left and the mainstream media, they're really excited about this. And they're going to be airing it live. I'm sure it's going to be exciting hearings. Um, that's sarcastic, by the way. Representative Marjorie Taylor Greene of Georgia she is amazing. I have been watching her videos every day recently, and she is, I, I just wish we could have a whole lot more of representatives like her because she's not a politician. She's not been involved in politics. She's just a real person like you and I. She's a business owner. She's a gun owner. And she gets in there and she is not afraid to hold these people to account. And that's what we need. We need a lot of citizens who are willing to stand up and step in the ring and hold people to account rather than career politicians who are completely bought and paid for. She was um, on the House floor talking about the January 6th hearing that's going to start tonight. And I want to play you a clip about that because she makes so many good points. And her her video clip, the full clip is a little over eight minutes and I'm going to put it in the notes. And I hope that you will watch it and I hope that you will watch the whole thing because it's so good. Please share it. We need people to really see what's going on. And I think most people who aren't political government junkies probably miss some of this stuff. But this content that she's been putting out is really good. And it she makes it so understandable for regular people. And she doesn't talk like a politician. She just talks like you and I do. And that's what I really appreciate about her. She makes it very easy to understand. So I want to play this short clip from from her video. And then please be sure to go watch the full thing. You want to know something else that we're not probably not going to hear about? What about the fact that there's a man named Ray Epps? Do you know who's not in the D.C. jail? Ray Epps. Ray Epps is not in the D.C. jail. And I know because I went in the D.C. jail. I did not see him there. He also is on video over and over again telling people to go in the Capitol. Well, I'm sure we'll hear about Ray Epps this evening. I don't think we're going to hear about Ray Epps. I don't think so. I don't think he's on the witness list. You know who else we probably won't hear about? The man on the scaffolding, the so-called scaffolding commander that, that told the crowd, told them, sent them, gave them orders to go in the Capitol, storm the Capitol. I haven't heard any, I haven't heard about him being questioned, have you? No, I have not. No. You want to know something else? Here's a woman we don't hear anything about. A woman named Roseanne Boylan that was trampled in the tunnel trampled to death. We never hear anything about this woman. She died in the tunnel of this Capitol. And I saw the video myself when I was in the DC jail from one of the people being held there pre-trial, by the way, of her body being drug across the floor, being drug across the floor, and then it was taken somewhere else. Do you know what happened when they were dragging her body away? They pulled her away from someone that was giving her CPR. She was pulled away from life-saving CPR. These are the stories that the mainstream media doesn't talk about. Now, Tucker Carlson has a really good special on the January 6th 
quote, insurrection. I forget what he calls it, but it's worth watching. If you have Fox Nation, you have to subscribe to that. He talks a lot about Ray Epps and some of these other characters that won't be on the witness stand for these hearings. The people that will be on the witness stand for these hearings are people who have done nothing wrong. Uh, They were in the wrong place at the wrong time, but they have not done anything wrong. Some of them, I believe, weren't even in the Capitol and they are in jail waiting for a hearing. These are non-violent people who really have not committed a crime. It is really heartbreaking and terrible that this could happen in the United States of America. And I don't encourage you to watch these hearings because I think it's important that we make a statement by not tuning in. Uh, There will be plenty of highlights and clips that you can catch online, and I recommend doing it that way and not giving them the satisfaction of seeing people tune into this. But it's important that we speak out about it and we demand that the lawmakers, if they're going to do this stupid political theater on this J6 committee hearing, they need to be calling in the people like Ray Epps and the person that shot Ashley Babbitt. Where are these people and why don't they want to talk to them? And another thing that Marjorie Taylor Greene says in this video is there is surveillance cameras all over the Capitol. There's video of everything. Let's see the video. Release the tapes, which I think is brilliant. And of course, they won't do that because we know that this was planned. They're not going to do that. Um, This is just and what is especially aggravating and infuriating about this whole circus is that there are 10 Republicans in the House of Representatives that voted to impeach Trump and that are highly in favor of that. We've got two rhinos sitting on the J6 committee, which is Adam Kinzinger, which he's not even a Republican, so I don't know why he's got a R after his name anyway. But uh, And then the other one, of course, is Liz Cheney, and both of them, I believe, are being primaried uh, to get them out, and hopefully that will happen. And they're both just ridiculous, um, complete rhinos. But that's really discouraging, I think, to see people in the Republican Party that, you know, kind of go along with these January 6th talking points. And you see it in some of the people like Lindsey Graham and some of the Republican rhinos in the Senate as well. So pay attention to that and kind of, you know, I just sort of like to pay attention to which Republicans are giving credibility to this whole January 6th insurrection, um, even at at the state level. I think it's interesting and I think it's very telling. So I encourage you to just kind of pay attention to those things because those I think are really telling. One of these days, we're going to have just super happy (laughs) podcast episode about something that's going amazingly well. But today is uh, more on the bad news front with the assassination attempt of Brett Kavanaugh and this whole J6 committee garbage. But um, wanted to get you guys up to speed and give you my thoughts on all of this. And of course, take an opportunity to point out the hypocrisy of the left, which I probably don't need to do because you're all probably well aware of that. Well, as usual, please reach out to me if you have a topic idea that you'd like for me to do an episode on. I'd love to hear from you. 
If you liked this episode, would you please rate the podcast and share it with some friends and be sure to check out the notes as I've got a lot of links listed, including that full eight minute video for MTG's uh, speech on the House floor today in regards to the J6 committee hearing. So I'm going to leave it there for now. And I look forward to seeing you again next time.